The following episode is certified grim for adult themes and may not be suitable for all listeners. Hello there and welcome to Grim Reading, where each episode we read and review a Brothers Grimm tale. My name is Matthew Hughes and with me on this journey is my co-host Mr Adam Field. This week on Grim Reading... The old man and his grandson. So make yourself comfortable and prepare for a grim reading. There was once a very old man whose eyes had become dim, his ears dull of hearing, his knees trembled, and when he sat at dinner, he could hardly hold the spoon and spilt the broth upon the tablecloth or let it run out of his mouth. <laughs> what an image. What an image. His son and his son's wife were disgusted at this. <laughs> so, so the old grandfather at last had to sit in the corner behind the stove and they gave him his food in an earthenware bowl and not even enough of it. And he used to look towards the table with his eyes full of tears. Oh, his... Um Dim eyes, full of tears. Yeah, so essentially a son and his wife have banished the grandfather to sit behind the stove and given him a rubbish bowl. Yeah, because they're so disgusted at him spilling soup out of his mouth or whatever it was. Yeah, okay. Once too, his trembling hands could not hold the bowl and it fell to the ground and broke. The young wife scolded him, but he said nothing and only sighed. Oh, this is horrible. Then they bought him a wooden bowl for a few halfpence, out of which he had to eat. They were once sitting thus, when the little grandson of four years old began to gather together some bits of wood upon the ground. "'What are you doing there?' asked the father. "'I'm making a little trough,' answered the child, "'for father and mother to eat out of when I am big.' The man and his wife looked at each other for a while, and presently began to cry. (laughs) Then they took the old grandfather to the table, and from then on always let him eat with them, and likewise said nothing if he did spill a little of anything. The end. That's not. I don't feel like you followed that story. Where's very the well. rest of it? What do you understand? What happens? Um, I think so. Not one though, but I think so. It's quite. It's quite simple, but I do feel like I lost you at some point. Um, basically, <laughs> they're doing a terrible job of looking after his dad. Yes. Um. Yeah. In his old age and his infirmity, and poor, poor man, he's not being yeah. well looked after. And then I think their son, so the old man's grandson of, of the title, yeah. uh, feels sorry. I kind of feel sorry for him, but he's, he's sort of taking his cues from his parents. And he's yes. like, okay, when, so that's what you do for old people. That's what you do for your parents. So yeah, when yeah. you're old, I'm making this trough yeah. to eat out of. And they're like, I don't know if they saw themselves in that moment and cried and changed their behavior. I think that's the implication. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That's I mean, it. that's the end of the episode. The Goodbye. The end. Have Goodbye. A, Have a grim. happy grim time. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, it feels like more of a lesson than a story, doesn't it? It does. That's a fable. It's like an 80s sob fable. Yeah. Which you can hear more of in our Patreon-only <laughs> podcast. Grim <laughs> Fables. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it literally does feel like a fable, doesn't it? Yeah. Just a sort of tight little lesson there. Yeah. Yeah. You're not impressed, are you? Uh, would you be impressed with that? Uh, it's quite short. I've lived with it longer. Okay. But the first time I heard it, I was like, what? Yeah. That is short. It's too short. And not very grimmy. You know what I mean? Like, No, it's not at all, it's, is uh, it? It's like a little fable, a little moral life lesson. There's nothing fairy tale about that. Yeah. When did we have... Which which was the longest story in the volume one or the collection? Um, two Brothers? Yeah. Which was like two, three stories ago? Two stories ago. This has got to be one of the shortest. Yeah, you're right. Oh, they could have been right next to each other. Yeah. So it's not a mad one, is it? It's not a mad it's one. It's not a mad one. No. It's kind of the opposite of a mad one. It's no. a very grown-up one. It's very, yeah. And sombre and tame. And just kind of nasty. <laughs> yes. That really, like, brutal middle generation there. Yeah. A little bit psycho. Yeah. Like, just... Just kicking the poor old granddaddy. Because the grand he can't eat from the spoon because yeah. it like spills out because he's so old. Yeah. So instead of helping him, they say, get behind the stove, old behind man. Behind the stove. And you've broken your bowl. Have a more a rubbish one. bowl. Yeah. I mean, a wood bowl sounds quite nice, but... Well, these days, yeah. yeah. It'd be lovely. Lovely little... Uh... Your grandparent would love that nowadays. Yeah. Be happy with a wooden bowl. <laughs> yeah. So a bit, yeah, somber and brutal. Yeah. It's off to a bad start because I'm not liking this. Not happy. No. But the lesson being, you know, look after your granddad. <laughs> yeah, that's very literal. Yeah, I'm. Well, but it is. But right? it is. Look after your elders. There's nothing subtle in this uh, story. No. I mean, when he says a trough, that they mean a trough. Yeah, that like is a bit weird. Pigs eat out of or something. It's a bit odd. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean. What is there to say? What is there to say? That's very little to say about this. The old man and his grandson were saving the best to almost last. <laughs> well, indeed, Adam, this is the penultimate story that we're reading this series. <laughs> yeah. the, the penultimate story of volume one of the yeah. Brothers Grimm Tales, even. Yep. Which means it's the second to last story. Strangely, then, the old man and his grandson shares an uncanny resemblance to the second story we ever read, Old Sultan. Old Sultan. What's the uncanny resemblance? Do you remember Old Sultan? I do. There was a... There's a farmer with a there dog. There was a cat in a tree? No, there was yeah, something in a tree. That's right at the end. That's actually the bit that's unimportant here. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, it's important to me. <laughs> it was the best bit. Yeah. But no, so Old Sultan starts with... There's a farmer with a dog called Old yeah. Sultan who's... Uh, you know, it's his faithful dog, but it's, you know, old and useless. And he's like, tomorrow I'm going to kill Old Sultan because he's yeah. rubbish and pointless. Yeah. But Sultan's friend, the wolf, devises a plan. The wolf says, you know, I'm going to pretend to steal the farmer's kid, as in child. You chase me and then I'll drop it and then you're mate. Yeah. Plan worked, charm. And the farmer's like, oh, I'll look after you forever now because you're the best dog. Yeah. I mean, it soured with Sultan and the wolf afterwards, but that, that's the whole cat in the tree business. Yeah. Not relevant to now. Sure. But the second story we ever read was about an old dog being cast aside yeah. and then finding a way to actually be looked after properly. Yeah. And now the second to last story of volume one 
is kind of exactly the same. That is incredible, isn't it? So, so not mad. So a, a, a real sense of symmetry to yeah. volume one. And then obviously tying into the central theme of the story, which kind of has never been more relevant, really, to society. You know, look Whoa. after our elderly. I mean, isn't it always relevant, though? Isn't that It's the always point? relevant. But with an ageing population and with, yeah. increasingly, it feels like focus elsewhere, we, we overlook the elderly. We're, we're all guilty of it, I think. Don't you think? Yeah, sure, yeah. I'm always, think? I'm always overlooking the elderly. Yeah. I, I, I've ne- I've, well, I've never given it any thought, which probably means, yes, <laughs> I am overlooking the elderly. Oh. Terrible person. All right. <laughs> Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. <laughs> but um, it's got a good message, even if the, the story itself is a bit nasty. Yeah, like it's, it's almost the story's like too nasty to sell the message because yeah. I'm more focusing on how awful the, <laughs> the son and his wife are. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess you can't. Yeah, there's no getting around that that is a good moral. Yeah, That's a good lesson. Look, elderly, look yeah. after old people. Yeah. Well, speaking of, you know, things that people want nothing to do with go on this story the old man and his grandson yeah people want nothing to do with it it's officially the story that nobody wanted to hear okay officially so well yeah so next time we're going to be ending (laughs) on cinderella but technically we chose to have cinders last we did wanted to end on a bang yeah so that means that the old man and his grandson is the last story really chosen for the podcast, for volume one. Right. So, Adam, you, sir, are the story chooser. You pick the stories we read. You never, in four and a half or whatever it is, years... Coming up for five. You never picked this story. Yeah. I'm happy with that decision. (laughs) (laughs) Did you you know something we didn't? Maybe I did on some subconscious level. You were never interested. I guess I was never interested... Because Cinderella was out of the question. We'd already picked that for the end, like you said. So that wasn't part of the poll. So this was the loser of the listener poll on Patreon, wasn't it? Yeah, we'll get to the patrons. I'll be I'll be taking them to task. Okay, but first, I'm taking you to task. What's your beef? What's my okay. beef? Um, my beef is that this was not a good story. <laughs> well, you didn't know this. I mean, it's the title, isn't it? That's it the is issue. the title. I guess it's quite prosaic, isn't it? The old man and his grandson. Although there could have been a good story with that title. It just wasn't this. I don't know what I honestly don't know why I didn't pick this. Something on a subconscious level. Well, you talked about society neglecting the elderly, so yeah, <laughs> maybe that's something at play here. Yeah, <laughs> just, just speculating. You're talking about me neglecting the story. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We all did, Matt. We all played a part. Don't drag me into this. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> part of this. Well, indeed, Adam. In a way, you're right. Um, because likewise, our patrons never chose this story. Mm. And let me tell you, the old man and his grandson fought hard in three patron story polls. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so, okay, so I'll take us through the uh, the various losses of the old man and his Fantastic. grandson over the yeah. years. The sad tale of the decline of the old man and his grandson. Um, do, do you just want to explain our, what our patron polls are very quickly? Yeah, sure. For anyone who might not know. So one of the perks you can get on our Patreon, even at just $1 a month. Well, you could do it without like selling it like a sort of marketing thing. I mean, you know, I don't want sure. to tell you how to do a job. No, 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 no. You know, that seems a bit cynical. Well, I've said it now. Well, yeah. One, only, did you say $1? Slash screen reading. It's only $1 a month, Matt. Wow. Okay. Well, I guess you would want to shout about that, actually. 
Why wouldn't you? That's a, that's a steal, if ever I've heard one. You get to vote in our listener polls. So how it normally works, it's a bit messy at the end of the series, but how it normally works is uh, we choose the stories we're going to read in sort of uh, a chunk of four. I will pick the first three, and then yeah. the fourth one will be uh, the winner of the Patreon poll, where I put up a, I sort of nominate a story, Matt nominates a story, and we pit those yeah. against each other. On Patreon, and our patrons get to choose. Exactly, and that's how we've that's how we've done this over the years. Yeah. So we've had many a story poll. Uh, we have. I'd like to direct you to story poll number five. Okay. Sixth of October, twenty twenty. Okay. The old man and his grandson went head to head with Mother Hole. Oh. And Mother wiped the floor with old man. <laughs> Incredible sentence. Sixty-seven yeah. percent to thirty-three percent. Yeah, he's not coming back from that. And Mother Hole is an absolute classic. Yeah. So the right choice was made. That absolutely. justice was was dealt. We had some comments from patrons in that poll. Brian Johnson said, "Mother Hole is a more satisfying story. The old man and his grandson will make for a good discussion." Okay. So Brian knew of it. Um, yeah. Sadly, I don't think it has made for a good discussion. But no. <laughs> <laughs> that might be awful. Yeah, that's that's on us. Kitty Kong wrote. Good moral to the old man and his grandson. Mm-hmm. Double heart emoji. Agree with that. Agree with that. Yeah, I think we can get behind that. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, and Michael Dean Jackson said, haven't read either one, but I spent many days with my grandfather going on adventures. So the old man and his grandson gets my vote. Oh. So, so there was some love for the old man and his yeah, grandson well, in the comments. Nice. That's nice to hear. Well, so, you know, maybe things were looking up. It wasn't all bad. Yeah. Fast forward. Two, story poll 12, November 29th, 2021. Okay. Old man and his grandson went toe-to-toe this time with little brother and little sister. Okay. And the results were 48% to 52%. Tight. That's as close as it gets. Well, yeah. I mean, any Brit could tell you that's a close call. No, those numbers Those numbers uh, give me flashbacks. I don't like it. (laughs) But it still lost. It was close, but it lost. Uh, patron Sheena Nichols in the, the comments for that poll. She voted for the old man and his grandson. And her reason, she wrote, This could go very pear-shaped, but I feel that the old man and his grandson sounds like it could have a bit more adventure. The grandson could be a plucky young lad with the grandfather teaching him his trade. It could have been. It could have been. It, it just wasn't, was it? Sheena, you were dead wrong. Yeah. Sorry. Actually, that's what the little brother and little sister was. Yeah, that was that's a great true, adventure. actually, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it lost two polls. Yeah. June 14th, 2022. Ooh, recently. We launched the Series 5 Mega Story Poll. Yeah. So that patrons, patrons basically, they determined the order of stories we read Season 5. So every story in Season 5 was determined by patrons in this one super poll. Yeah. Six stories fought in it. And the old man and his grandson came last with just 2% of 2% the votes. 2% of the votes. It's a very undignified ending. Yeah. But, you know, it gave its all. And there was some love for it there in the comments. So some, someone had to come last. Some, a story, well, one story had to come last. This is true. And it might be a slight flaw with how we planned the poll, where we're sort of ending with the loser. That maybe is on us. It made sense at the time. I think it's I think it still makes sense. No, but it's good because we've we've dragged us to the depths of this. Yeah. And we're gonna sort of catapult back up with Cinderella. Absolutely. Yeah. And also this could have been an amazing story. It could have been. Yeah. You didn't know we had the title to go on. Yeah. 
It could have come out swinging and laughed at all of us. Yeah, but it didn't. <laughs> it, it popped its head out and went, nah. It'd given up by that point. It was just like, no. Nah. Right, you want me to be a bad story? All right, fine. This not, is it. You'll get a bad a story. Bit of that. Half a page long. <laughs> it's not very good. source for this story was an autobiographical novel by Heinrich Stilling, uh, published in 1778. So this wasn't from an oral source, like we often get, uh-huh. usually get. Uh, it was lifted directly from Stilling, the autobiography. Wait, this is a true story? Well, no. Okay, <laughs> okay. so okay. we're not... <laughs> well, I mean, now I'm, I'm almost certain you won't remember, but... We've had another story sourced from Stilling, the autobiography. Okay. Jorinda and Jeringle. I think was last series. Uh, you can have to remind me. No, I just meant that you wouldn't remember Stilling. I thought you'd remember Jorinda and Jeringle. No, my memory's worse <laughs> than you realise. <laughs> it, was, it was a controversial story. It was our biggest score divergence. You gave it a seven, Adam. And I give it a three. Oh dear, this doesn't bode well for me. No. Um, <laughs> I can't remember it. We talk, so we talked about Stilling in that episode. Okay. And why the Grimms liked it. But it was a sort of um, fictional autobiography. Like it, it's like a, right. like a novelization of his life in a, in a strange way. Okay. But yeah, for more info on that, listen to Jorinda and Jorinda. It sounds like you need to listen uh, to it. I'm going anyway. to after this, yeah. So yeah, so that's where the story came from. As discussed, the old man and his grandson is dealing with the subject of aging, mm-hmm. specifically growing old. Yeah. And this might feel uncommon in our journey through the Grimm's. We're not normally confronted with the aging process. No. Um, but I thought we do get that theme a little bit. Well, as, as mentioned, old Sultan, mm. obviously. Yeah. Um, I also thought in many ways, Snow White deals with aging. Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? Yeah. And we talked a bit about that in in the episode, about the sort of mother-daughter relationship. Yeah. But that's a central part of it. Uh, And I also thought many fairy tales start with a king or mother dying at the start. Mm. And that catalyzes the main character's journey. For example, our last story, Faithful John, started with the king dying and his son went off on a big adventure with Faithful John. So the idea of, you know, the previous generation passing on and a youth then coming of age is very yeah. common in our fairy tales. That's true. And it's all, that's almost a very sort of Disney Pixar thing, isn't it? A parent dies at the beginning and then the... That's a very common thing. Bam, Bambi, yeah, Nemo, yeah, yeah. like... The, yeah. It's a very common thing. Well, I guess they're all about coming of age, aren't they? I guess so, yeah. About growing up in a way. Yeah. yeah. But... Still, for aging to be the, like, central point of the story, very yeah. unsubtly, not just a, a theme woven in, it's, you know, apart from Old Sultan, yeah. that's quite new. 
it is quite new. There's and a lot I, of qualifiers there. I no, no, realized. but I, I totally agree with you. And I think actually a lot of the instances where we've encountered old people before, they've been like sort of evil old women yes. or something. Yeah. There's not been very many sort of kindly old people. Yeah, uh, or just depicted. old family members. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So it's nice in a way, although we didn't really get a sense of who that granddad was other than he's very infirm. He could have been a, been a monster. He could have been. Oh, man. Oh, dear. <laughs> this is, no, he's a lovely, sweet old yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Another thing with uh, sort of ageing that I thought about with fairy tales, I was thinking about ageing in fairy tales, Adam. Yeah. And <laughs> what were you thinking? Well, you know, I thought, you know, the classic ending that we associate with fairy tales and they lived happily ever after. Right, yeah. There's a kind of timelessness to that. Yeah. But interestingly, that's the English formulation of this universal fairy tale ending. Oh, right. Okay. So at least in Germany, what we've come across before, and I think on in other parts of the continent as well, you get a slightly different formulation. Does this ring a bell? And they lived happily until they died. Oh, I do remember you saying that. And it, it it's it's jarring and funny to hear, but it's truer. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the other one that was absurd was... If they are not dead, then they are still alive. <laughs> I mean, that's my favourite. I love the totally unnecessary nature of that. <laughs> well, that's it. As you say, that is it's they're, they are amusing to our ears, but yeah. they're normal folktale endings, yeah. which do confront death and, yeah. and ageing, not like the English way of doing it. Because nobody lives happily ever after. That's oh not, not a thing. That's so different. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> We got, we got to face Keep it grim, things. Adam. You're keep keeping it grim. It grim. Keeping, keeping it, it grim. on brand there. <laughs> Nobody ever lives happily ever after. <laughs> so, on our fairy tale journey, aging is, as I say, usually a quite subtle theme. Yeah. Um, but stories of old people being neglected. And having to find ways to be looked after abound in folklore and storytelling. Okay. In fact, as I make out, there are three ATU types that deal with doing away with old men. What? Type 980, old grandfathers and their grandsons. 981, the killing of old men. <laughs> and 982, ungrateful heirs. Ungrateful heirs, right, okay. So, we're, okay, we're going to go through them one okay. by one. Okay. Nice and quick. Yep. But, Adam, for the last time, this series at least, could you explain what the ATU type is very quickly? What they are? What are ATU types? Okay, I'll do my best. Okay. Very quickly. ATU stands for Arn Thompson Uther. That's really not necessary. Okay, this is already dragging a bit. <laughs> it is a system of classification of folklore across the world. There are there's sort of... A series of numbers which corresponds with the sort of ATU type, which is a grouping of similar motifs or memes within uh, folklore. So you might find an Indian tale, uh, a French tale, a German tale, an English tale, an Irish tale, all in the same ATU type that sh- sort of share common themes or well, have the same narrative arc, yeah, or like the narr- like the same motif they're referred to. Yeah, yes, exactly. I think that's clear. I did a terrible job. That was an excellent job. Thank you. Perfectly summed up. Right, so let's go through these then. Uh, we'll save the old man and his grandson type for last. So okay. we'll start with The Killing of Old Men. <laughs> Which sounds like the title of a film or something. <laughs> like a dark comedy or something. I don't know. 
What am I thinking of? No, no Country for Old Men? That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, it could be that. Okay. Oh, I think it's a combination of that and Killing of a Sacred Deer. <laughs> yes. That, uh, we've combined those two things. No, this is The Killing of Old Men. The Killing of Old Men. So <laughs> That's a different film. Okay. <laughs> so the description for these types of stories in the ATU system is yes. Wisdom of Hidden Old Man Saves Kingdom. In famine, all old men are ordered killed. One man hides his father. When all goes wrong in the hands of the young rulers, the old man comes forth, performs assigned tasks, and aids with his wisdom. That's the sort of narrative structure of those types of stories. Right. So there's a decree gone out to kill old people. Yeah, so, I, okay, just, I didn't write any down, but off the top of my head, I read a Serbian one. Okay. Which starts with, you know, in olden times, there used to be this practice where we killed old men. But one day, someone uh, didn't kill his father and <laughs> kept him hidden somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, a few days later or something, I'm just making this up. <laughs> it's brilliant. He, he was having a, a bet with some of his mates. Yeah, of course. Uh, like the, the, the son. And they're like, oh, I, I bet I can see the sunrise first. <laughs> they didn't have much to do back this in the old times. Bet. And the, the dad, the hidden dad overheard this. And he said, look, I can help you win the bet. What you got to do is when you go out, you know, crack of dawn, just before the crack of dawn, yeah. they're all going to look east. You want to look west. And the son thinks, all right, I'll give it a go, dad. They go out to, for the bet and he looks west where there's a mountain. So when the sun, before the sun has risen over the horizon, oh, I see. the top of the mountain Very smart. lights up. He's won the bet. They're like, oh, how did you win the bet? He's like, my dad is, he's still alive. I didn't kill him. And he's really clever. And then they're all like, oh, let's never kill old men again. Okay, interesting. Got I've got it, I've got it. <laughs> that is weird. It is weird. And actually, I, I've seen a lot of examples where um, these types of stories talk of, in olden times, we used to do this. Or in far off places, this is a practice. This is a custom. Yeah. It's, it's called senicide or gerontocide, killing of old people, which, you know what? I'm not going to go into. No, let's not. It's a little treat for you, Adam. I'd normally uh, drag you down that rabbit hole, but, you know, we're near the end of the series. Yeah. I'm going to let you off. Thanks. I really <laughs> appreciate you sparing me like but, that. But, for example, there's a lot of, like, uh, Roman historians or, like, ancient historians, like Herodotus and people like that, or... Uh, who write like, oh, in some distant land, they have this practice of killing their old people. Yeah. Because they're burdensome or whatever. Right, right, right. So that is a thing. And then you get this story type along with it. Wow. Which is widespread. Yeah. Crazy. Moving on. Okay. Ungrateful heirs. I like the sound of this one. So in these types of stories, the old fella uses trickery to look after himself rather than being saved by his wisdom. Okay. Tricky, tricky old man. So an example, uh, I've got an example for you here. A story titled, How the Wicked Sons Were Duped. It's from Kashmir, and it was published by Joseph Jacobs in 1892. Essentially, uh, an old man, thinking himself near death, he divided his property amongst his sons. Right. So he's like, I'm on my way out, take all my property. Yeah. But he didn't die, and his sons treated their now impoverished father very cruelly. Because they've already inherited everything. Mm. So to correct this, he obtained four bags full of gravel and pretended they contained money he had received in payment of an old debt. Hoping for an added inheritance, the sons immediately became attentive to his every need, yep. making every effort to please him until the day he died. Wow. And I've seen examples of this from Germany, England, Scotland, Sri Lanka, India, all over the shop. So... 
the ungrateful heirs. You give away all your money before yeah. you pop your clogs and you're going to get treated badly. Yeah. And then you trick them into looking after you. It reminds me of something, but I cannot for the life of me think what. Okay. But the whole idea of like testing someone to see like, mm. you know, they, they appear to be sort of faithful to you, but you give them an opportunity mm. mm-hmm. to not be. And then they betray you like that. It's pretty, pretty bleak all this, isn't it? It is quite bleak. It's yeah. all very bleak. Yeah. Well, let's move on to the last killing old men, ATU type. Yeah. 980, old grandfathers and their grandsons. Like the one we just heard. Indeed. So, so far we've had wisdom saving the old fellow, trickery saving him, and finally this one is about grandsons mm. coming to the rescue. Now, just to complicate matters, mm-hmm. this type comes in many forms. Right. It has three subcategories Ooh. within the type. <laughs> now, the most common category is half a blanket stories. Half a blanket? And the Grimm's recount one of these stories. Is this making sense? Yeah. I hope I'm This is making clear. sense. Shall I tell you what the three subtypes are? That yeah, yeah. Help? So half a blanket, I'm loving that. Yeah, or the half carpet. That's 980A. 980B is the wooden bowl. Ah, uh, okay. And 980D... Meat springs as a toad on the face of an ungrateful son. So, wait, do, say that again. What did you just say? I didn't actually prepare any from what that category. What did you just say? Meat springs as a toad on the face of an ungrateful son. I don't even know what you just... I don't know. What does that okay. mean? Okay. Meat so, springs from the face of a toad onto a son. No, what? so I think what happens in those stories is there's an ungrateful evil son... He tries to eat something, and what he tries to eat just, like, appears as a toad on his face or something like that. I don't know. Matt. Adam, they're too obviously mad. Obviously, I'm going to want to know about No, that. well, that's a shame. Because, <laughs> okay, right, I didn't prepare anything of that type. You, ta- you dangle I, oh, meat springs no. as a toad. Okay. Oh, you think I'd learn after five years <laughs> what the good stuff is. No, no, no. no. Oh, man. Uh, Okay, all right, pa- Patreon podcast, I'll find okay, thank you. a subcategory thank like you. that. I'm yeah, sorry for that. all the other listeners. If, if you're listening and you're curious about Meat Spring Toad Face Boy, Go ca- to come to the... Patreon.com uh, slash yeah. yeah, Find out. Look forward to that. Or just Google it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably could do that. <laughs> the secrets of Grim Reed. <laughs> Don't tell them they can do that. Oh, no. You could have just Googled all this. If you listen to hours of this podcast. Us. Yeah. Buy a Grim book and go on Google. Oh, we shouldn't have oh, let that slip. No, I'm doing myself a disservice there. Well, okay. But I'm guessing then that we're going to touch on the half carpet. Half a carpet, right, yeah. Well, not only us, Adam, the Grimm's touched on half a carpet. <laughs> What's an extraordinary sentence? Yes, uh, the Grimm's touched half a carpet, yeah. So, in the Grimm's annotations for the old man and his grandson, so they write annotations for all their stories, Yeah, they recount a half a blanket story, a tale that was collected by their friend and contemporary, Aiken von Arnim. So, uh, we've got this other story. So, I'll tell you the Grimm's one. Okay. An aged king had given his kingdom to his son. But the son marries, and the young queen complains of the old man's cough, done like uh, the prince's dad's cough. The, okay. s- the, the son makes the father lie under the stairs on some straw, where for many years he has to live no better than the dogs. Oh, wow. The grandson grows big and takes his grandfather meat and drink every day. Uh, once the old man is cold and he begs for a horse cloth, 
the grandson goes into the stable, takes a good cloth and cuts it in two. And then his father asks, why is he doing that? And the grandson says, I'm taking one half to grandfather and the other I'm going to lay by and cover you with someday. Oh. So in these stories, often the father says, oh, you know, give your good for nothing grandfather some raggedy, scraggly piece of cloth to cover himself. Yeah, warm yeah. himself. And then in front of the father, the son rips it in half. And he says, says, why are you doing that? He's like, well, I'm saving one half, half for, you. for you. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, no, I've been terrible. And right. treats okay. him well. So that's, it's exactly the same principle as the bowl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's just a half a carpet. The Grimm's mention uh, in their annotations lots of these stories in German works that okay. they've found. But I've also seen examples of, of that uh, 980A type in Ireland, France, America, lots of other places. Yeah. So it's you know it's kind of incredible like these stories these stories are literally everywhere. Yeah. Um, uh, in some versions of this ATU type, the evil intention is transposed to a wife who encourages a reluctant husband to treat his father cruelly. Right. Okay. So in our one, they were both bad, but some yeah. some ways it's like the the father sort of nagged into it by yeah. an evil wife, uh, as yeah, is yeah. the case in a story in the Jataka. An ancient Indian book about the lives of Buddha. The man in that, it's at the behest of his wife that he digs a ditch to chuck his dad in. Uh, uh, (laughs) This is so bleak. But look, that that one goes on too long. So I'm not going to read that to you tonight. But just to say, yeah, this ATU type appears in some, you know, ancient works. So it pops up in the written record, not just the oral record. Uh, But I did want to share another ATU 980 tonight. Okay. Because I thought it's not going to be a long episode. Sure. But I didn't quite know which one to pick. Mm. Clearly made a mistake that I didn't go for 980 <laughs> Type C or whatever it was. We can correct that at a later date. So I've uh, selected two quite brutal ones. Okay. Uh, from, par- <laughs> from parts of the world that we haven't heard much from. Ooh. So, Adam, you're going to have to take your pick. <gasps> I've got to choose. They're short as well. They're about as the same length as okay. uh, Old Man's Grandson. We have got... For your selection tonight. I'm excited. The old man, his son, and his grandson from the Philippines. Or the son forgave his father from Albania. So Albania or the Philippines. That's tough. (sighs) Oh man. What are you leaning towards? It's really tricky. I don't know. I, I think the title of the Albanian one grabs you slightly more, maybe. But then I'm kind of more intrigued by a story from the Philippines. I think yeah. I'm going to go with that one. Yeah? Yeah. Yes, that's the one I want to hear. Yay, come read. on. Come I knew, on. I knew there was a right answer. <laughs> the old man, his son, and his grandson. In olden times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in olden times. <laughs> Can't believe I'm reading another one of these horrific go on. stories. Okay, in olden times, men used to what? Well, in olden <laughs> times, Adam, when men... Lived to be two or three hundred years old. Oh, okay. There dwelt a very poor family near a big forest. The household had but three members. A grandfather, a father, and a son. The grandfather was an old man of 125 years. Although, if people live to be 200 or 300 years old... He's he's, a young lad. He's actually quite young. Anyway, we'll ignore that. He's an old, old man. He was so old that the help of his housemates was needed to feed him. Housemates. (laughs) Many a time... And especially after meals, he related to his son and his grandson his brave deeds while serving in the king's army 
responsible positions he filled after leaving a soldier's life, and he told entertaining stories of hundreds of years gone by. The father was not satisfied with the arrangement, however, and planned to get rid of the old man. One day he said to his son, At present I'm receiving a peso daily, but half of it is spent to feed your worthless grandfather. We do not get any real benefit from him. Tomorrow let us bind him and take him to the woods and leave him there to die. Yes, father, said the boy. When the morning came, they bound the old man and took him to the forest. On their way back home, the boy said to his father, Wait, I'll go back and get the rope. What for? asked his father, raising his voice. To have it ready when your turn comes, replied the boy, Ooh. believing that to cast every old man into the forest was the usual custom. Ah, if that is likely to be the case with me, back we go and get your grandfather again. The end. Nice. <laughs> so that is taken from Filipino Popular Tales. Published in the American Folklore Society, 1921, by Dean S. Fansler. Fansler's source for the story was, uh, quote, Narrated by Etiquiano Garcia of Mexico, Pampanga. Mr. Garcia says that he heard the story told by his father at a gathering of a number of old storytellers at his home during his Christmas vacation in 1908. Wow. So that's uh, the guy who published this story. That's his source for the story. Yeah. Confusingly, of a guy from Mexico. Not the Philippines. Um, I don't I'm understand I'm assuming the guy that. from Mexico had family from the Philippines. I'm guessing so. Yeah. But there you go. What do you think? I loved it. Yeah? I, I have a question. Sure. They tie up the granddad. Yeah, I know. Take him to the woods. Yeah. Yeah. And then when they're heading back, the grandson says, I'm going to get the rope. So if he's going back to get the rope, that means untying the granddad. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said it's not that easy to write one of these stories. <laughs> no, it's not. That one doesn't work. <laughs> Think, oh, it was a rubbish Grimm story. Anyone could have written that. No. No. It's, it's harder how than How are you going to make it work? Yeah. Well, they made it work in Albania, but you'll never know oh, how they I did it. I the Philippines. Well, I enjoyed this story. Good. Yeah. Tying up the grandfather <laughs> and leaving him to die. And it, it makes it explicit like the kind of thought process that's going that then goes through the father's head. Yeah. Oh, if that's what you think is going to happen to me when I'm older then oh that's yeah. not right. I should stop doing it to him. Rather than the grim's one where it's like they looked at each other for a while and then began to cry. <laughs> they began to cry. <laughs> I, that, I mean, I hadn't really delved into that image of the <laughs> like the little boy. Oh, I just make it. What are you doing? I'm making a trough for you when you're old and they just look at each other. <laughs> what a bizarre image well <laughs> what a bizarre image a young boy doing woodwork a middle-aged couple crying at each other and an old man dribbling behind the stove <laughs> well, that's very strange tableau okay well i think i've broken adam so it's probably time we move on <laughs> i think so but um one thing i did think interestingly all these atu types it's a man and son and grandson not a grandmother or daughter or mm. just grandchild. Yeah. It's very male-centric, these stories. I don't have any insight into that, but you yeah. know, make of that what you will. And, you know, and this is, you know, it's an international tale type. Yeah. So it does say something about men in society, I think. But what? Well, <laughs> not for me to say. <laughs> no, it's for the story can, to say. Possibly, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, there's this weird strand of story in world folklore 
where a grandson rescues his grandfather from his cruel father, which is part of a larger strand of storytelling about old men getting neglected in old age. Wow. Happy times. <laughs> Such a cheery topic. <laughs> Time for the scores after this happy, happy episode. <laughs> I, think, I think it's time. <laughs> what are you thinking? Matt, it's not good news. Oh, man. It's not going to be a high one. I don't, I don't think it's going to be a high one. No, I don't think it is going to be a high one. It's not. It's really short. Yeah. And it's also not... Mad. Mad. And it's not that good. Well, I mean, it's not like it has nothing going for it. Hmm. It just has very little <laughs> I like the moral. The moral's admirable. And the various listeners that commented about the moral, absolutely right. The moral being treat old people well. Yeah. Which is kind of obvious. But well, treat old men well. Old, your grandfather well. Yeah, your family I mean, member well. Let, I'm happy to extend that to just old people <laughs> That's generally. That's good of you. Yeah, yeah, it's charitable. Um, but in a way, because it's within a family, it's particularly brutal, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you could rename this story How Not to Be a Psychopath. Yeah, it, I mean... It's too brutal, right? Yeah. It's just so much. It's not that, like, they've just sort of absentmindedly neglected him. It's they're actively being very cruel. Yeah. Which, I don't know, is that, is that a good thing? Like, does that make the story pop a little, or is it too much? It's, it makes it more viscerally nasty, but I'm not sure that's in its favour. Yeah, because it almost ruins any sense of a happy ending. Because yeah. you're like, you're looking after them just because out of pure self-interest. Yeah. Because you don't want to be treated that way. Yeah. Which doesn't feel particularly real to life in a way. <laughs> At least life as we know it now, I suppose. But I think that detracts from it a little bit, maybe. Yeah, I think so too. It's too nasty. It is. It's so nasty. And they're only... They're sort of looking after him at the beginning of the story, just out of just a kind of vague obligation. There's no love there. Yeah, it's yeah. just so no love. It's, it's loveless. It is loveless. Yeah, and like you say, like the the, the moral comes with this realization, a very selfish realization by the by the couple. In in a way, the killing of old men story type has more love in it because it involves uh, a son. Stowing away his father yeah. when everyone else is having to kill him. Absolutely. Because he doesn't want to. Yeah. That was the nicest one. What, the killing of old men? <laughs> <laughs> Which you wouldn't have guessed, would you? No, who knew? <laughs> okay. Not going to beat about the bush much further. I have no idea what you're going to say. It's going to be a low score. Okay. I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Wow, Adam's gone below five. Yeah, I've done it. Nice. When was the last time I did that? I'm not sure off the top of my head the last time you went below five. I'll look that up for our like um, series roundup episode that we yeah. do at the end of the series. But yeah, it's rare for you to, to do that, I think. Um, at least not for a, a while, I don't think. Yeah. But we'll find out. Yeah, okay. So not a fan. Not great. No. But not a three. 
No, exactly. For me, there's like a kind of emotion attached to the moral. And therefore, there, I'm getting something out of that that I'm taking to heart. Okay. If there wasn't that moral element, I think it would be looking at two or three. Just based on sort of like the quality of the story alone. But that sort of moral component mm. nudges it up to a four for me. I don't know what okay. you think. Yeah, your maybe, you're, maybe you're right. Yeah, because, you know, the Grimm's uh, fairy tales, Kindle and Housemark and their book of fairy tales, it, it's actually a collection of different types of stories. It's not just fairy mm. tales. It is anecdotes. It is fables, I guess you could call that in a way. Um, so you're right, actually, because I think I was thinking super low, actually. Mm. But having a, a fable in there, that's part of this collection, so it shouldn't lose points just because it's not a big fairy tale adventure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I want to <laughs> strip <laughs> points from it. So maybe you're right. Uh, I was thinking about three. Also because that could help undo a previous historical injustice, but we shouldn't be scoring based on previous scoring. No, you've got to score it in the moment. Um, you know, I think the fact that there's such a widespread folk tale type... Mm. Not only does this specific ATU type have three subtypes, there's also three whole ATU types about <laughs> neglecting yeah. old men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of incredible. Yeah. So I feel like the world is onto something that I'm not onto. So I don't want to right. go too low. Sure. Because there is obviously something to this. So I think I'm going to follow your lead. I think I'm going to go four. Okay. If, does that make sense, that logic? I think so. No, no, it do- It does. Yeah. I mean, who knows? It could be a uh, emperor's new clothes situation. You're saying the whole world is maybe onto uh, something. Yeah, maybe yeah. There, there's nothing to be onto. Oh, well, all right. Three. <laughs> oh, wait, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. wait. What's just happened? I'm following your lead, Adam. Constantly is it really a three? Uh, that does feel harsh, doesn't it? 3.5. Okay. So that is a 7.5 out of 20. That is very low. That's very low, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, what can we say? Well, it's justified. Yeah. I mean, old man and his grandson. Well, next up, Cinderella. I mean, hey, that is just so exciting. We're going to hope that that is going to lift us all back up. I'm hoping Cinderella <laughs> is going to score over a 7.5. But let's not get too ahead of ourselves. We don't know what's around the corner. Matt knows a little bit of what's around the corner. A little bit about what's around the corner. I know very little. So that's going to be our next episode. Then after that, we'll have a series roundup episode that we normally do annually when we finish a series. Uh, And then that's it. And then we are done with volume one of two of the Brothers Grimm's fairy tales. It's really emotional. Absolutely wild. Yeah. What a journey it's been. And it's just, obviously, we have volume two to come. So this is by no means the end, but it's sort of snuck up on us. Yeah. You know, I was just flicking through the book and... We've read, like, we've read, we've read that book. Yeah, crazy. That we started, yeah, nearly five years ago. Amazing. The whole book has been read. It's just so strange. It's been a long old journey. It's exciting. I'm excited for Cinderella, but it is, yeah, it's slightly bittersweet. It isn't is. It? it is odd. It's yeah. a sort of time of reflection, and uh, yeah, it reminds me of when we started, not yeah. knowing what on earth we were doing. <laughs> but hey, look, we can have these reflections elsewhere. We can. That was the old man and his grandson. Seven point five. Yeah. You know, we often say there's no losers on Grim Reading, but there are, that maybe. was a bit of a loser. It was a bit of a loser. <laughs> but Cinderella is round the corner. Yeah. And if you want the rainbow, you've got to put up with the rain. Hey, and I think 
she starts as a bit of a loser, right? That's the whole deal with Cinderella. She is right, yeah. down on her luck. But will she turn it around? Find out next time. <laughs> oh, that is so smooth. <laughs> we don't know. What, that's going to take a little bit of work to pull that episode together. So okay. I, I, I'm not sure we'll be able to get that out in two weeks from now. But we'll see. Yeah, Watch this we'll do space. Our, do our best. But, um, do our very best and keep everyone posted. Yeah. Well, until then. For goodness sake, keep it grim. <laughs> and don't kill old men. Please. See you later. See you then. Bye. Bye. If you'd like to support the podcast, please head over to patreon.com slash grimreading to find out how, and also see the range of benefits available as a thank you from us. You can, of course, email us at grimreadingpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at grimreadingpod, and we're also on Instagram and Facebook at grimreading. You can find us on Podbean, podbean.com slash grimreading, and we also have a website, grimreading.wordpress.com. Keep it grim.